make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. Can y'all hear me? Because I heard a disconnect. I'm not sure. Um, so I'm hoping you guys can hear me pretty good. Anywho, today is Sunday. Let me know if you can't. Today's Sunday. We did the show a little later in the evening today, but I hope you guys tune in. We actually have a first on the show, a comedian. Happy Sunday, Shard. Thanks for tuning in. We have a comedian on today, Jeremiah, and I'm not going to mess up his last name, but I'm going to try it anyway because he told me, but you know. I'm not going to do it. Anywho, we'll let him tell us how to pronounce his last name. Let's, without further ado, let's bring him on. I'm ready for some laughs, see how he gets started. And what made him decide to be a comedian? Where did that come from? Everybody can't be a comedian. So without further ado, Jeremiah. What is up, everybody? This is Jeremiah. And why is Jeremiah in a good mood? Because Jeremiah is having his brand new YouTube debut tonight. And when he says his brand new YouTube is debuting tonight, he means November 5th, 2019. It's his first YouTube, the first video from the brand new channel, which has yet to be named. It's probably not gonna be named by the end of the night, but you know, we'll go back to all that shit later. This is all gonna be one take. No editing, one and done, one take hove. So. Who do I need to introduce you to? First off, probably me. Am I going to do that today? Absolutely not. I'm just going to let you bask in my amazing charm and personality. But who you do need to meet is my amazing co-host, Mr. Google Home. Google Home! Hey, Google. Give me a round of applause, please. Let's get round of applause. Try asking for some applause. Yeah, you know, we're uh, we're still working out the kinks. But he's going to be my straight man. I'm going to be your straighter man. I'm not 100% sure what the, the main guy, whatever. So yeah, let, let's try that again because we've been practicing. Try asking for some applause. Can I have some applause? Yeah. <laughs> that was unplanned. Good. That was. Can y'all hear almost, me, Jeremiah? No, still going. That was almost obnoxious. I can't hear Thank you. you, Google. Oh God. You know who I think is doing a great job. All right, so I'm gonna leave the studio and then I'm gonna come back because there's some type of disconnect. That's my uh, co-host right there, Mr. Google Assistant, Mr. Google Home. Hey, Google, tell me a joke. It's gonna be good. This, you know, the riff. Here we go. What does a nosy pepper do? Tell me. It gets jalapeno business. You son of a bitch. You. Hey Google, how you doing, nigga? Now that we're talking. <laughs> I'm over. 
is um I've asked it that question before. It doesn't normally answer, but it normally has a white voice. As you can hear, the um, band is apparently John Legend. So, that, uh, okay, well, you know, I was going to do these without any structure whatsoever, but, you know, maybe uh, until we work the kinks out, maybe we should start working on that. But in the meantime, what you can do for me so that I can continue making these, I have no idea what the format is or how I'm going to do it, but what would be great is if you could like, share, subscribe. I don't know this you know schematics of youtube yet but apparently everybody fucking says that but what you can do if you have any great ideas feel free to inbox me on my facebook jeremiah's Pro work in progress or my instagram um comedy club worldwide add me on snapchat i have no idea how to edit so i'm pointing down here which in the future is where i'll probably start putting all of my extra shit but again i don't even know how i'm gonna do that because i don't want to edit any of this so maybe some of that stuff will be in the links or some of the other cool stuff that they say. I digress. What you can do is you can comment. You can say whatever the hell you want. Maybe give me ideas of stuff that you want to hear my opinion about. If you don't want to hear my opinion, don't say shit. And I'll just keep doing this. I don't know. But in the meantime, thank you for watching this long. And I will see you guys next time. All right. <laughs> Sorry about the difficulties. I do apologize. All good. Thank you today. I'm great. How about you? I'm doing good. I didn't. I know you told me how to pronounce your last name, but uh -huh. yep, I couldn't do it. So if you want to tell us how to pronounce it, uh, I'm Chinegwu. Yes. Okay, so Jeremiah Chinegwu. Thanks for coming on. Let's sit and yeah. talk with Freema, where people just share their story, their journey, and we try to motivate each other. You uh -huh. know that because I feel we learn from each other. Right. Oh, so if you don't mind, tell us a little about yourself and how you got started being a, a comedian. Um, I started kind of late compared to most people. I didn't start till I was like 26, 27, kind of in that range. Um, I always wanted to do it. I just, I, I was living in, uh, I was living in DC at the time. Um, it was a club out there and I thought I was just going up for an open mic. Um, I had a friend sign me up for an open mic, which is like how everybody starts. It's the worst way to start, but it's what everybody does. But um, I tried it, and it ended up being a competition, not not an actual um, open mic. And um, I did really well, and the club asked me back a few times, and I just kind of kept with it until they started giving me money. And yeah. So you knew you were going on that night, correct? Yes. You already have okay, because I was about to say, so you just got jokes today. Well, huh? You don't. Have I mean, it, I think a lot of it because I had never, I didn't know any better. Some of it was just. I planned for it a little bit, mm -hmm. but it just, it was, it was probably really bad. I don't have any recordings of it, but I'm assuming it was really bad, but I won. So I think the other people that night were just oh, way worse. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you plan for a show? What does that um, look for you? Um, writing. Um, a lot of it's just memorizing, uh, kind of memorizing. I don't like to commit anything to memory too much. I write my own jokes. I write pretty often. But you can't really mess up your jokes because you write them. So, you know, a lot of it's just having a general idea of what it is you want to talk about and just going up there and saying it. Um, The Investor Show, thanks for tuning in. He said, why is open mic the worst way to start? Oh, open mic's not the worst way to start. The worst way to start is go, to go up there. I think I mentioned just kind of stating observations. You need When you start out, you kind of have to be real real almost bookish about it you have to know exactly what you're going to say because you don't really have your your voice yet and until you get that you don't want to just riff and say whatever comes to mind because you're nervous you've never been up there before you're gonna 
<laughs> it's best not to talk when you're too nervous, I find. Got you. Might say all things or upset the crowd mm -hmm. or something. Very quickly. I've seen it go really bad for a lot of people. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. let me ask you, Jeremiah, how do you know? And I know this is a, probably a question, but how do you know you're funny? Like, do you have to go in front of your friends first? Like, how do you know your jokes are going to be like a, a hit? You don't. <laughs> you just you don't, honestly. Um you can really only gauge it off how much people react. Um, I try not, cause I, I try not to try stuff out on friends just because I feel like I'm around comedians a lot and it's the most annoying thing to hear them run material by you. So I try not to <laughs> do that to people. Um, you know, I, I mean, I can only assume I'm funny because people keep asking me to come back and perform. So, I mean, yeah, you don't really have a gauge. Everybody thinks they're funny, but everybody's not. So were you the type that made people laugh regardless? Like you were the one out of all of your friends that always had something funny to say, always joking around, or this wasn't you. This is just something that you decided to do. Um, I, I generally, I joke around a lot just in general. I, um, it's kind of my tension breaker, I think just like, and it's kind of my, just my default, you know, if I can find something funny to kind of just keep things loose, it's typically what I kind of fall into. And it just hasn't changed since I was younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. You the one that would pick on the crowd? You know, I think comedians will uh -huh. or, or, you know, or, oh, excuse me. My oh, it's all good. No, I won't, I won't interact with the crowd unless, um, like, you, I'll give them a couple. Like, people want to, everybody wants to be a part of, not everybody, but a lot of people want to be a part of the show. And they kind of get that tunnel vision, like, this person's performing just for me. And if it starts, you know, if somebody does something that catches my attention or throws me off, I'll kind of, you know, pick at them a little bit. Just how severe I'm going to be about it is depending on how they react to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so do comedians normally have a, a a goal as far as how long they're going to be doing this? Or do you see yourself doing this in the next five, ten years? Or are you just going to do it until eternity? <laughs> um, I, I can't speak for anybody else. I don't, everybody's got different end games, I suppose. Um, some people are content with just being a headliner at their local club and kind of staying there and building up like a, a homegrown fan base and never leaving. Um, some people want to tour and get into acting and I'm trying to get as much out of it as I can. So, so you, you know. want to do the tour and the acting, you want yeah. it all. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing. Okay. So yeah. where are you located now without giving too much information? But, you know, if someone wanted to catch one of your shows, mm -hmm. you want any shows anywhere that someone that may be watching in your area? Could, could uh, all, all around Colorado. I'm uh, in uh, Denver, Colorado Springs pretty often, uh, Fort Collins, um, head up to Cheyenne, Wyoming every once in a while, just everywhere in between um, Texas, California, but primarily out of Colorado. Okay. okay. Yeah. Have you? I'll, I'll, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. And I don't know okay. if people actually do this, but have you ever been booed or have you ever got disrespect from the audience? Um, I've had audiences not like me. I think every comedian has um, boot. Uh, I think when I was when I was living in North Carolina, I, I did a joke that got like a really harsh boo response. And it was really early of like 30 minutes that I had to do. So I was just kind of digging myself out of a hole for 
a little bit. It eventually, and the joke, I can't remember the joke off the top of my head. It was uh, somebody after the show said that they found it sexist. And I think I had commented that in America, women get paid less than men. Wasn't saying that's a good thing. Wasn't agreeing with it. I mentioned it and I got booed and you can kind of backtrack or double down. And I chose to double down. So I just go, do you not know? And then they still kept booing. I said, well, that's, you know, if you don't know, that's why it's happening. (laughs) And it just... So basically, if that happens, you still have to stay on stage and finish up your time? You got to decide. You can get off, but you work it out with a producer. Like, you're supposed to be getting paid for a certain amount of time. So it's Mm -hmm. it can look bad if you just kind of abandon it, especially if you're closing the show out. That's not a good, not a good look. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, me, or being on stage, period, it seemed like it it could be very nerve-wracking. You know, like very, Mm -hmm. like you're anxious. Mm -hmm. Right before you go on, how are you feeling? I don't, before you go on stage. Um, I don't really get anxious on stage, honestly, or even really that nervous. It's just um, I feel like I've done really bad. I've done really good. Once you've already gotten like the extremes of both sides, I've gone up there and been booed. I've gone up there and had zero noise whatsoever, and I've gone up there and you know, had a standing ovation before. Once you've gotten the extreme of both, anything in the middle, I think is not that big a deal. So yeah, you kind of just turn it off and turn on a different switch when you go up and yeah. That's pretty cool. cool. To me, it takes a a lot to be a comedian. I don't know why, but Mm -hmm. that could be for anything, though. not just being a comedian, but you have to engage that audience and then to stay up there. If if they're not just feeling it, it's kind of like, oh my God, well, people, I think people that go to a show, they want to laugh and they generally, you typically like somebody who makes you laugh. I mean, you don't know enough about them to dislike them. So I'm not famous. So it's not as if anybody is going to a show with a predisposed hate of me already. So I, you have to work to lose the crowd. You have to work harder to do bad than you do to do good. Yeah. And then it seemed like I'm just going with these questions because I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> so I just, they're just coming out the dome. Oh, he said, "Do you change your jokes for the audience?" Um, yes, sometimes you have to. You have to. The biggest thing, whenever I, um, I haven't been doing it for a long time. Like I said, six, seven years. But um, whenever newer comics ask questions or for notes, it's you have to be able to read a room. If you can't know when to change a joke kind of on the fly and some people will just stick through it and sometimes you have to do that but certain jokes just like I'm not gonna make a pro-life pro-choice jokes in Texas I'm not gonna do that even if that's typically a part of my set or I'm out here in Colorado I did a show in Brighton a few months ago and they're very conservative I didn't know that till I got there so there were jokes that I know not to do here there's jokes that I might modify you know, on the fly, just to keep the crowd from turning on you. That's what I was going to ask. Like, you walk in the room and it's like, oh, goodness, I can't do some of the jokes I had prepared. So you just, like you say, you modify mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you have to, or it can go it can go really bad. Where do you get some of your content from? Like, how do you come up with your jokes? Do you use life scenarios? Or- um, kind of everywhere. I, uh, I'm very much a pop culture watch tv movies i kind of you know i i if i'm not performing if i'm not i'm I'm at home more often than not so 
I've got the time to grab inspiration from anything. Um, the majority of the stuff I want it to be relatable. So I want it to be stuff that I know people will, I won't have to explain too much, which is hard living in Colorado where it is very white. And so there's certain jokes that just aren't going to fly or they're not going to get. So I typically just shy away from those, but you just see what other people are doing and kind of just give your take on it. Okay. Yeah. I, I um, at one event, I, I happened to speak to a comedian. He said he kind of put it on himself. You know, like he make jokes about himself. Do you find mm-hmm. yourself doing that? Is that a, a way that a lot of comedians do or that just... I think some some people do. I think I don't necessarily talk about myself too much because I think when you go on stage, you're already vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So to kind of dig into yourself works perfectly fine for some people. But it's like I've already shared enough of myself at this point where it's kind of like how vulnerable vulnerable do I need to be? So, you know, if if I do something stupid or if I'm telling a story and I kind of realize, yeah, that was a stupid thing to do, I'll bring attention to it. But no, it's not really like a, you know, dunk on me contest, really. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I was curious. I was like, I don't know if I want to go on stage and kind of like dog myself out to get jokes. Yeah, because you know? yeah, you, I never you don't want to tote that line. Or are they laughing at you or are they laughing at what you're saying? Like, you don't want to be the village idiot up there. Exactly. Yeah. Jeremiah, anything that you would want to put out there that we did not discuss? Um honestly, uh I'm I'm so insanely bad at social media. So I mean I, I would share those. I it's I I think I and I want to say it's like a generational thing, but there's people older than me that are so much better at social media than me, so that's not it either. I think I try to avoid social media to a degree, which is not good when you're trying to promote yourself. But um, I do, I definitely always post my shows on um, Instagram or Facebook when I have a show coming up. Um, I, I talk about my shows a little bit on um, my Twitch channel, which I just kind of started doing very recently. So, you know, I, I'm never hard to find if somebody sees a show and they like the stuff I'm I'm not really hard to find. Okay, and then um, also something I do ask the guests that come on, if mm-hmm. there are little Jeremiah's out there that want to be a comedian, you know, mm-hmm. scared to do so or don't know if their jokes are funny, what mm-hmm. advice or what motivational words would you give the little Jeremiah's out there that want to follow in your footsteps? Try it. Um, record it and kind of assess yourself. Don't let other people's opinions kind of sway you. But be open to criticism. If it's something you want to do, you have to let people let you know that, yeah, no, you suck right now. You're not good right now. And the biggest thing, and this is counterintuitive, I think sometimes people say, but if you don't, if it's just a hobby and you don't think you're that funny, just do something else. It's not, it can, it can get stressful and it can take up a lot of your time if you're not planning on doing anything with it. I know some people like the free therapy, but it's not really that because when you take up that time, there's somebody else who's trying to make it in this and you're taking time from them. Right. So it's just, if you're going to do it, take it seriously, even though you are just telling jokes, but it's a business. You're promoting yourself. You're trying to do something else. But yeah, I would say write and get up there and perform. Just, yeah. Yeah, stay busy, stay active. Listen, I thought I didn't have any more questions. I got one more based upon what you just said. You said for them to, you know, record themselves. Mm-hmm. So 
when I go back and watch it, am I supposed to laugh at what I did? You get what I'm saying? Like, is my joke supposed to be funny to me? Or mm-hmm. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize I didn't realize till very recently um, until other comics told me the way I watch myself is so much different than the way others do. It's I I know what I said, so I'm not even really paying attention to what I'm saying. I'm paying attention to the way I'm walking around on stage, the way I'm standing. If I made a face, if my voice changed, if little things because you're doing the set, the same set a lot a lot the same way. And you want to see, oh, this one time I did it last week was better than this time. What was the difference? You're just looking for the little intricacies in between your performances. And then, yeah, maybe I didn't like the way I said something or maybe I could have said something this way. It's after you watch yourself recorded, you have hindsight on your side. Everybody, even if you don't do comedy, you can watch somebody special and think of something that would have been better after the fact. So, yeah, just to kind of keep checking yourself is all. That's true, because I will go back yeah. in the beginning when I start doing this, I will go back and watch myself, and I notice mm. I always move at the beginning. Every time, it's like, Freeman, what are you doing? Like, are you getting close? <laughs> so I try to, you know, notice, like, chill out, Freeman, with the movement in the beginning. I don't know why I used to do that. So, yeah, it is good to go back and watch Yeah. Myself. We have one more question. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so how often do you change your... Um, what would you call it? Your, your like my my set. Yeah, your set. Um, I change it around pretty often, actually. Um, a lot of the time, it might even be the same jokes, but maybe I'll find that something is funnier if I say it at the beginning, or something's funnier at the end. Um, I think it's a lot of the the gist is the same. Like you're hearing some of the same jokes, um, depending on how often you're coming out to see, but. I try to do something different more often than not because I don't go up there with a set game plan. It's just I know I'm going to talk about these things. Oh. I'm going to talk about them when they most naturally fit to me at the moment. Okay. But um, it probably change. You try and change jokes. I try and change jokes pretty often, and it's not like throw out your whole playbook. It's I might add a new joke or take a joke out depending on how much time I'm doing, and just you keep what works and you get rid of what doesn't. Got you. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think I change my stuff up pretty often, I think. All right. Well, yeah. Jeremiah, I thank you on a Sunday evening. It thank seemed you. like out of all the interviews I did, I probably had a million questions for you tonight. Normally, you know, oh. I don't, but I just was so intrigued, you know, to be able to um, pick your brain a little bit. Because, like I said, I, I spoke with one before, but not so much as an interview. So I appreciate uh-huh. No, that thing. Me and, and, you know, yeah. telling us everything that I wanted to know. My little nose <laughs> No, No, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on and thanks for taking that time out because I know you could be writing jokes or doing something else. Um, No, no, I got a show tonight. So that's, um, I was, I was ready. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for viewing. Jeremiah, stay in touch. We'd love to have you on as your success progress, you know, in the future. I see it coming. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, peace and love.